Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's hour number two of Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer, uh, out at the Sin Crude Oil Country Championship presented by Akon. It's an event that's uh, brought to you in part by the Oilers Entertainment Group. Uh, we will continue to have uh, some guests live from the event. In fact, we've got one special one that just popped in right now. Uh, the second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex has our office printer and supply needs covered. They do it all. They could be doing it all for you. George Cunningham is a golfer on the McKenzie Tour. He will join us at about 1.20. Uh, Colin Campbell is the NHL Senior Executive Vice President of Hockey Operations. He's rolling into Edmonton next week as part of the Holinka Gretzky Tournament, which will be at all next week over at Rogers Place. And Colin is uh, with the Center Ice Summit. Uh, he's going to be one of the uh, speakers involved in that. And and uh, we were privileged at this time to have uh, Colin uh, join us. He's a former Edmonton Oiler over the show. Uh, Colin, how you doing? Good. I'm an original Oiler, believe it or not, and I actually am so old. I play with both uh, Halinka and Gretz. There we go. And uh, you and will Coach not believe. <laughs> you will old. yes with the Rangers. You will not believe uh, who just happened to pop into our broadcast location. I'm going to give you a hint. He's a former teammate of yours with the Oilers, and you rented his house, and he was a pretty tough guy. Same initials as me, I think. Same initials. Cam Connor, say hello. Hello, buddy. How you doing? Well, I actually Col- made you some money in that. I got weighed right away that year, and you got about how many months of free rent? No one lived there. <laughs> how, how about two years worth? <laughs> That's two years? <laughs> that was a long time. The Canucks kept saying, can't you rent that house? I said, I'm trying, I'm trying, but... Were you on, you were on that 82 team, weren't you, Colin, in uh, in Vancouver with Roger Nielsen, and he was waving the white towel and all that stuff? That was the year of the Oilers, a lot of people thought Edmonton was, that was the first year the Oilers really took the massive step forward, and they got bounced out by the Kings, but were you not in Vancouver at that time? Yes, I was. I was in Vancouver that year. I actually was uh, part of Vancouver's three runs to the Stanley Cup. I was there then, uh... With the Rangers in 94, and I was kind of a silent observer. I had to step back for the league when my son was there with Boston. So three times that the Canucks were there, I was kind of involved in different ways. Cam's got a question here for you. It's not really a question, but, you know, when I think about you... You must be 75 now, at least. Hey, uh, I feel like 75, but not quite. <clears throat> One thing I remember about you is you used to have this mean German shepherd. <laughs> and and when we go to practice, you'd keep him in your vehicle. and then we'd No wonder out. he was mean. And the, and the guys used to bug the dog when they were walking by. And one day you got peeved. <laughs> 
and you said okay and you opened it up and boy he come after the boys who were in their vehicle so quick do you remember that he wasn't mean. I think Doug Hicks was the worst. He was the softest guy in the ice, but he used to tease my He's boy. here today, too, by the way, Cole. Get <laughs> him over there, Bob. <laughs> no, I, I just remember that. And when that dog came out, I said, this is funny. You what was the dog's name? There, do you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's passed away. That would be that would be an amazing. To call. He's he's here in spirits. Let's put it that way. Uh, and, and probably had the great stories when I went there. I remember he told Lee Foglin, uh, we're at where game and we were having dinner the night before and he was telling Foggy, he says Foggy, it's so cold here i leave my car on for two weeks straight just to keep it warm Foggy wouldn't <laughs> believe him he says it's gonna carbon up i know my dad owns a garage so cowboy had all the stories Colin, you played uh, 636 games in the NHL, uh, and as you mentioned, an original Oiler back in 79, 80, 196 penalty minutes that year in 72 games. You finished up uh, with the Detroit. I, I just got it just before we get you to the, some of the you know the stuff coming up with Center Ice uh, Summit. Uh, you were with Wayne Gretzky in his first year in the National Hockey League. When you came over, uh, you were with Pittsburgh a couple years before that. Did were you in shock? At Wayne initially in that first year, were you surprised by it, or did you already have a pretty good idea and handle how special this player was? No, no one in the league knew about Wayne because he had played his first year in the world hockey. You heard about Wayne, and there's lots of phenoms that came along and, and left. And uh, actually, Wayne wasn't very uh, uh, wasn't real impressive his first set of exhibition games. And he kind of had a slow start. And we went to a game in Montreal, Wayne and I, uh, in the schedule. We were there early, and they were playing, uh, I don't know, some, they were playing somebody, and we were there early for, we were in a two-game swing. And Wayne, uh, they flushed up the, the scoring that time. I don't know, it was February or something. And they had Marcel Dion with, I'm not sure the numbers, but let's say 100 points. 130 points. had maybe 80 and he said, I'm gonna, he looked at my schedule book. He said, I'm going to catch him by the end of the season. I said, you'll never catch Lafleur." He said, no, no, I'm going to catch Dion. And that's how Wayne thought. And Wayne just took off, and he did catch Dion. Unfortunately, he had a crazy rule then that he, that he had less goals or something than Marcel. So, But uh, he certainly was amazing. And uh, I don't think uh, the young kids really know how great he is now. No one ever, you know, young guys haven't had a chance to watch him play except highlights. But... For, for, for Wayne just somehow got the puck to people, put it in, and uh, I don't know if there's anybody, as I know people say, compare him to different people and who's the best, but I, in my mind, knowing Wayne and seeing him as a teammate, as an opponent, and as an opponent coach, and as his own coach, i never seen anybody as in, in sports. I'd have to say he's one of the top players in all of sports. All right, uh, very quickly, because we got about five or six more minutes with you here. You are coming to town for the Center Ice Summit. Are you looking forward to coming to Edmonton as part of this event uh, with the Holinka Gretzky Tournament? Uh, it's going to be at Edmonton 2018, 2020, and 2022. These are the best uh, draft-eligible players for the upcoming year. So it's going to be a pretty cool event, isn't it? Well, I, th I think it's, uh, it's just they're starting to feel their way on what they really want to accomplish. Obviously, the scouts, this is the first chance to see all the 18-year-olds together in their in, in that scouts will see these kids play and and uh uh so they're 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 really interested in seeing them we didn't want to shove too many things down their throats we've done this before in a different format we did it when they came for the Olympic tournament we brought them through toronto 
in a kind of a, a camp, a, a, a research camp, and they were kind of spent and tired. And uh, here we're just going to kind of roll it into the tournament, three or four different uh, subtle rule changes, and to see how they can uh, deal with it, and a couple other things. So it, it, it's a couple of things. It'll be interesting. I don't think you're going to see a lot the first year, but I think over time you'll see a real good uh, 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 camp develop, and I think it'll be on everyone's schedule four or five years from now. But, but you're going to see a lot of scouts and a lot of managers will have the opportunity. It's a little easier to get to Edmonton than it is to Bratislava or over to Europe. All right. Uh, just a couple questions pertaining to your role and just an evaluation from your perspective. Uh, how do you think things have progressed uh, on the concussion uh, protocol in terms of you know how it's evolved? I mean, look, when you guys were playing, you and Cam were playing, what do they say? Take an aspirin and get back and skate the next. I mean, it's a completely different world today. But you know, do you think are you fairly comfortable right now where we're at, Colin, in terms of the uh, consistency as to arena to arena, as to what it, you know when players are pulled off the ice and that sort of thing? Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to get. It's always going to be difficult to get players to come out of the game uh, when they when they when when they're the suspected head injury. Uh, and that will always be a challenge for the coach, for the trainer, for the doctors to pull a player out of a game. And uh, uh, it's, 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 it's been a challenge, and we've been doing it. And uh, you get the fight from the player, and he finally does it. He finally comes out. It is a, a league rule. Uh, I think we, we're all, we've all learned how serious head injuries are, not just the players who played, but the trainers, doctors, everyone, no one really knows, and we still don't know exactly what, what, what goes on inside the brain, the skull, when you, when you take it, it's different for everybody. But with all the changes we've made over the years from rules, on ice rules, boards, glass, uh, uh, how we treat uh, concussions, uh, and if you look at the actual numbers, Chris King, who played in the league for 13, 14, 15 years, He's, he worked with us, and uh, for a period there, Chris had looked at every reported concussion. And you wouldn't believe it if you looked at all the concussions one after another, how they happen. There's, there's times where a player doesn't even have to make contact with anything and he gets a concussion. So it's a mysterious injury, but I think we've really made a lot of progress in, 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 in making the game safer, but keeping as much uh, physicality as we can. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, as a, a guy that does color on the Oilers, uh, sometimes I'm put in a position where I have to comment on officials' calls. And I know working with Jack Michaels, we have a, you know, uh, when, you're, when your team has a sort of challenging year like Edmonton does, it, it looks really cheap if you're sitting there second-guessing everything that occurs on the ice. But there's one sort of inconsistency, and it's the spirit of the rule with, with the, you know, the offside rule. And I, you know, we all know. And, and that's and that's you know what and I'm just wondering um, we, battle, we battle in terms of that we bring it right. up and I'm, 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 I haven't really won that battle but 
<laughs> I wanted to the foot in the air. Are you talking about the foot in the air or the foot on the Yeah, the foot the, the yeah. foot in the air one is cuz to me that's not the spirit of why you guys put that in the place. I, I, the spirit, is, here's the spirit of the rule. Um Bob is is the fact that you know, people say, well, you know, it's a foot offside. We get it, you know, a couple inches, no. But you know what? That's wrong, too, because a couple of inches offside, it means a lot if, if you're if you're going to be stuck there in the third round and you don't move on in game seven because someone missed a three-inch call. And we see all these things now so clearly on the great uh, uh, camera work we have now with high definition. So fans are much more uh, uh, in tune to what's happening in the game quickly when they see those those video reviews on their handheld phones on the big big clocks i mean edmonton the edmonton rank you guys must have three thousand tvs in that rank yeah uh, but the one thing you're talking about is the foot in the air it's he's still on side it's like the puck's in the net in the air it's in the net it doesn't have to be on the ice so we've gone back and forth we may change that i i i, I i'm with you but but i don't get a vote there's there's 30 manage 31 managers now and we've gone out the last two years and uh i keep harping away bob maybe you'll get us to change it i'm trying to well I, I don't want to harp too much because then you you don't you know what it just looks bad. But I will leave you with this call. And uh, we got Cam Connor here just to wrap up as well. I mean, you guys played with Wayne and Edmonton's privilege now to have uh, Connor McDavid. And I don't know if we've ever seen a guy this fast, this skilled before. All due respect to Pavel Bure, who you you know well was a spectacular player. This guy Can is you gifted. You Cam a little bit too. Well, I don't. I was, I was thinking that myself. Well, when I saw Cam play with the Flynn Flon Bombers, well, that might have been the, the Connor part. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, ah, that's a good line. Okay, that's quick. Uh, and spur of the moment because Cam was on a. Uh, yeah. uh, but just just a thought on, you know, how tough. Like it's even tougher for today's officials because the players are bigger, stronger, faster, and then everything gets scrutinized because of the video. It is a very different world than when you guys played, isn't it? In that regard. Well, Cam can jump in here too. Like at the speed these players and the way they train, uh, everything. The coaching staff that they they watch the nutrition. It's, it's, they're all so much better. They're better athletes now. And uh, but this guy's special when it comes to speed. And, and not only is he fast, he can do things at a high rate of speed too. Can I ask him a question? Sure. One final one. Go ahead. Yep. Real quickly, I always wondered, uh, Colin, when. New rinks are built. Like these players are getting bigger, they're faster, but the rinks stay in the same size. So when there's a new arena built, why wouldn't they say put all in Olympic size rinks? You know, we we talked about that, Cam, and we've looked at it. And believe it or not, you look at the tournaments in Europe and you talk to Europeans. Uh, you still got to get to the net, and hundred uh, percent about making the having the ability. To widen the rinks, not make them longer. But I don't know if that would get rid of the trap. Some of our people think that. that, that well, I was thinking. I was thinking more along in the lines of uh, injury preventing preventing injury. I see. Right. Right. Well, it's it's kind of the you know you look at all the new rinks have just gone up, and we've talked about that in the last five years. But uh, uh, and they're they're at their own. What well, we could make them, I guess, make them longer, wider. But uh, uh, we've done studies before how much more this is going to cost unless you're going to use it. Uh, so it's, it's, it has been discussed. I know uh, um, we looked at it with a few ranks, but I think if you, if you look, Cam, probably when you played and I played, 
they might there might be 25 new ranks since then and there's no more buffaloes in boston's anymore right guys there are you know normal sized uh, buildings now colin campbell is the uh, nhl senior executive vice president of hockey operations he is coming to edmonton as part of the uh uh, Center Ice uh, Summit, which will take place next week for the Holinka Gretzky Tournament. Colin, thank you for taking us with a trip down memory lane, and it was great that you could hook up with your former roommate back in the day with Cam Connor. Right. Thanks, Thanks, Colin. Sir. See you next week. He's expensive too. Good talk to you guys. We'll see you next week. All right. Thank you. And Cam, thanks for uh, swinging by. Thanks for your time. Thank you, sir. All right. We're going to throw it to break, and when we come back, George Cunningham in 30 seconds' time from the McKenzie Tour. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca That's ProAmSports.ca This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Alright, welcome back everybody. Bob Stoffer live at the Syncrude Oil Country Championship presented by Akon. Uh, a guy that uh, well, uh, just last week was on the RBC Canadian Open is at this event. His name is George Cunningham. He's a product of the University of Arizona and he joins us right now. George, how you doing? Doing well. How are you doing? Good. I, I know we saw you about 45 minutes ago. You're off the course now. How did you think it went today? Um, it all went really good. Um, I didn't I, I didn't make many mistakes out there. I had only one bogey on uh, probably would have been the toughest hole today, number 12. Um, finished out strong with two-putt birdie on the last hole. Um, it all went really good, though. Real happy with You're- the start. You're currently third on the McKenzie Tour. Uh, mm-hmm. You're from Boulder, Colorado, uh, product of uh, Arizona's program. But just a thought on what this experience is. Is this your first or second year on the tour? Uh, first year. Yeah, I just first graduated uh, in May. And so how have you found it so far? Um, I've really enjoyed it. I thought, um, you know, I think the tour, obviously, it's run by the PGA, and uh, they do an amazing job running every event. Uh and the fields are, I mean, they're unbelievable. The competition is as, as good as it could be, um, you know, and the, the scores are low. The courses are great. And uh, everything, is, it's, I think it's uh, as good of preparation for the next step, which is the web.com, as any place could be. So you missed the uh, first two cuts of your career on the McKenzie mm-hmm. Tour, and yep. then you win your third event. Talk about a... What did you do? Was it was it was it ninety percent mental or what happened there? Um, yeah, mostly mental. Um, the first event, very first event, my game was a little was a little off, but my mental was good and ended up missing the cut by one. And then the second tournament, I was kind of working on my game, trying to get it fixed, and couldn't really couldn't really get it going. And uh, and then I. Sorry, I'm outside. <laughs> um, it's okay. And, uh, and I just couldn't get my mind right with uh, how my game was. And so the, after that, after I missed that second cut, I really uh, buckled down and worked hard for the next uh, two, three days. And then really just decided to get my mind right with uh, not trying so hard to make a cut, you know, just letting it happen. And 
once I made the cut, um, I really, I felt really confident, um, you know, considering I'd missed the first two. And uh, after that, I, I felt super confident for that weekend and um, everything just kind of clicked. George Cunningham joining us right now. George, look, uh, so because of your placement, you get an opportunity to go on the RBC Canadian Open. Mm -hmm. You make the cut, and you don't just make the cut in Glen Abbey. You finish tied for 29th, and it's a pretty significant payday as well, the largest in your career. That had to be a pretty cool experience for you. It it was. um, It really was. And I played, you know, I played really well. All four rounds were under par. Um, multiple times I got up in the top 10 during throughout the tournament, which was big. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't hold that top 10 position, but it was nice uh, to see my name up at, near the top of the leaderboard at times. And um, what a great experience, uh, really showing that I, I kind of belong out there. You know, I'm able to play with uh, the best guys in the world. George, uh, best of luck the rest of the way of the event here in Edmonton, okay? All right, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You bet. That's George Cunningham. He's a golfer on the uh, McKenzie Tour uh, of Canada. Bob Stoffer joining you live from the Petroleum Club. Uh, we're at the Syncrude Oil Country Championship presented by Acon. Uh, George was on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. They've got Little River Band coming up along with Nazareth in August. They've also got Steve Earle and the Dukes in September. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. That's the River Cree Resort and Casino. You can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. And if you're looking for a new vehicle, uh, go visit Paul Olson. We will be out at Westlock clock forward next Thursday. Guests on our show receive gift certificates from Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow Sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder, every Wednesday night is date night where two can dine for $120. Off to a global news. Uh, we need to make up a couple spots here as well, but off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back uh, for our Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans out there, uh, they walk among us. Uh, Rod Peterson will uh, join us more coming up as well from the Syncrude Oil Country Championship presented by Akon.